Hello, everyone, and welcome to Zero Hour Life Center podcast, episode four. My name is Robert Cooper, and I'm the founder of Zero Hour Life Center. Zero Hour Life Center, uh, we offer recovery coaching, reentry transition coaching, and life coaching services to anyone who is seeking support for recovery from drug addiction, alcoholism, and our reentry transition coaching. We offer ex-offenders that's looking for support and guidance to re-enter society. And for our life coaching services, uh, we offer uh, people that want to improve their life skill and develop a way of thinking in order to make positive life changes for themselves. So I just wanted to uh, reiterate what Zero Hour Life Center is about, just in case if this is your first time uh, listening to one of our podcasts and wondering... Who is Zero Hour Life Center? That's what we are about. Uh, if you want any, if you want any more information about us, uh, you can go to our Facebook page at Zero Hour Life Center. So that is at Zero Hour Life Center. Uh, today, I've been waiting for this all week, uh, and uh, I love Sunday because uh, that's my day to do the podcast and. It's just uh, therapeutic for me, and I like doing them because I let y'all hear my voice instead of me putting so many posts out there and so many quotes. So you get a chance to hear uh, the voice behind all the quotes and all the sayings and stuff like that. So uh, today's topic we're going to talk about uh, is hope, gratitude, and I read an article uh, last week, and I meant to talk about it on the on last Sunday episode 3 podcast and it was about Lamar Odom um, he was a basketball player NBA basketball player uh, he was married to Khloe Kardashian, Khloe Kardashian and uh, he battled with substance abuse uh, addiction and so we'll talk about that um, and uh, it's a nice article it's on our Facebook page if you want to take a look at it um, real real good deep article and it really um, it really tells about the man uh, instead of all the uh, celebrity gossip. It really tells about the man, the, the the individual, the Lamar Odom before he became famous. So um, just take a look at that if you can, um, and I will greatly appreciate it. Um, we got some some things coming up for Zero Hour Life Center. Uh, we're uh, we're growing. Uh, I'm so thankful. Uh, I am blessed to be doing this. A um, couple of things we got going on is we have our we're launching a, a online support group. It's online. Uh, we're bringing a support group to you all, and we've been putting out uh, uh, posts on that on our Facebook page. Um, we are we added a mailing list to our website, uh, so. Each one of y'all, if y'all subscribe to it, I would like for you to subscribe to it so you can stay up to date uh, for info and events that we have going on. And uh, Zero Hour Life Center has been invited uh, by the Citrus County Library to speak at all three libraries in Citrus County um, for January and February on a topic of building a better world. So... Um, I'm so greatly appreciative that they offer, uh, they invited us to come out and speak. So 
I'll be uh, letting you know how that goes and and uh, keeping you up to date on that. Um, so let's get it. Let's get into to hope. Um, I thought about this all week, and I was putting different quotes out. I was putting uh, different things out, and how I do the podcast so so you can know if you're first time. All week I put out what the podcast is going to be. I put quotes out on what the subject podcast is going to be and how I get uh, stuff to talk about is what is on my heart and what I'm feeling during that week. Or And so this week it was hope and gratitude. And uh, recovery is 100% hope. Um, and that's part of one of the uh, 10... Uh, mod, 10 things in a recovery model and hope is one of them and the definition of hope is a feeling of expectation and desire for a certain thing to happen so that's why hope is 100% in recovery because uh, once you uh, once you are an addict and you go through rehab and they you know get you off your your substance and they uh, put you through all this counseling and stuff like that. They are installing hope in you, and they want you to have hope. So that's what um, hope is in recovery. Um, I'm gonna tell you a little story, um, and um, I wanted to inspire you, and I want and I want you to understand how hope work, um, and. I know I posted it on my uh, on the Facebook page. It's on my web on the website. It's my story. Um, uh, a little bit about my journey, and um, and it goes back to one quote that I have I put out there on uh, Facebook this week, and it's a um, if you're hoping for things to change, hope has to begin with you. Um, and that's a true story because when I was battling my addiction and going through everything, I used to say, I hope I could change, but I wasn't changing myself. I didn't have hope in myself that I could change. I was just waiting for the situation to change and everything around me, everything that was involved in, in, in the addiction that um, I was waiting for that to change, but I didn't have hope in myself. And, uh, uh, I, w- I was I was introduced to uh, drugs in the military, um, and uh, I wasn't from a ghetto. I wasn't from a bad neighborhood. I wasn't from um, the streets. Um, it was a choice. I wasn't around it. Uh, my parents didn't do it, um, so it was a choice that I made. I walked into a room, uh, was getting ready to go out, and a buddy of mine. Uh, was waiting for me to come pick him up and he had cocaine on the refrigerator and uh i walked in there and he was like hey have you ever tried this and i had a choice right there and i said uh nah he's like you want to try i said sure and i tried it and it was the best thing ever uh because i always had a problem with uh trying to fit in uh i was trying to be more than than i was trying to trying to do things in people's uh, eyes and 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 so that was a thing that really made me feel like 
I was just open and everyone, uh, I, I couldn't feel nothing. And so after a while, you know, it was just a recreational thing, you know, um, and sooner or later, a recreational thing became, uh, to me getting in on my own. And then on top of that, um, you know, drinking and, uh, once I started drinking, I had to have it. Um, so I stopped for like three years, uh, and, um, was married in my last couple years of my marriage that I started back about a year left of my marriage. And what happened was, um, it ruined my marriage because I wasn't a person that, um, my ex has married. I had to do a, did a drastic change. And so after I got divorced, it went spiral. It went skyrocket. And I was doing it every day. I had to have it. I was, uh, just working just to get high. Um, and only thing I was doing, I was paying, I was, I was working to pay my child support and working to support my habit. And next thing you know, I started losing things. I started losing my apartment. I raped my car. Um, I started losing relationships, uh, with family. I was hiding from my family because, you know, son, um, I didn't want them to see me this way. And all along, they knew something was wrong. Um, because, you know, I was calling every other week, asking for money, stuff like that. And I was, I was at a point where I, I was hopeless. I didn't have no hope in, I didn't have hope in myself. And I, I used to tell myself, well, I lost my marriage, you know, I lost my apartment. And luckily I found somewhere else to stay. I was, uh, I, I was renting a room and, and it was a nice place. Stayed there. And I was on the verge of losing my job because, uh, with my substance abuse, uh, usage, I wasn't performing at my peak when they first met me, when they first hired me. And I couldn't tell the difference because once you are in that lifestyle, you don't see nothing because your mind is cloudy. And you think you're doing a, uh, a great job and next thing you know, you're really not because your mind is telling you that, uh, they just picking on you, uh, everyone just, everyone don't think you're important and so, and saying that, so that's why, uh, I was gearing to lose my job. And now, thinking about that now, and I think about it, that I, I should have lost my job. I was late to work. I was, I was, uh, I wasn't being the manager that they, they, they initially sat down with in the interview. I was just being, uh, I was just a waste of time. I like to put it. I was just a waste of time. I was wasting their time and I was wasting my time. So, and, um, it came to a point where I lost all hope and I thought about taking my life because it was to the point where I felt useless. And the only thing that stopped me from taking my life is I said, if I take my life, then there would be a young man, a little boy, would be hopeless because his daddy is gone from him. And so, uh, 
that was the only reason that stopped me. And so I I moved to Florida and uh I thought I was trying to get away from all the uh all the madness and when I moved I didn't change me. I just changed the environment and that's the big difference. Uh if you trying to run away from something, make sure you change yourself first. Um and because if you don't change yourself then you are not gonna you are not gonna succeed and you are gonna you just bring old habits into a new environment. So I got down to Florida um and I picked up where I where I left off at and uh something happened. You know, I, I went out and uh, went drinking, and next thing you know, uh, we started partying again. And I came back to my apartment, which we which we were staying at, and went to the wrong apartment, and um, didn't realize that it was my it wasn't my apartment. And then until uh, after a while, I realized it wasn't my apartment and got out of there. Um, and went on and, you know, um, didn't think nothing of it. And uh, mine was still messed up, you know. I I wasn't true to myself. I wasn't true to the people in my life. Uh, and uh, I remember what mom always said. Whatever you do in the dark will come to the light. And uh, I was sitting at work and uh, the police came and got me. And... At that point, when the police came and got me, I still didn't have any hope. I moved all the way to Florida and still was hopeless. You know, I tried to start a new life and still was hopeless. Um, so they picked me up, took me down to uh, uh, the county jail, and I sat there for a week and slept for a whole week because I was so tired from running and ripping and stuff like that. And then... They transferred me back to my county. Uh, and I sat there for seven months. And when I first got there, I was trying to get out of there. And I'm glad I didn't. Because the reason why is uh, if I would have got out of there early, I would not be the person I am right now. I would not be talking to you on this podcast. Zero Hour would not be uh, established. And I'll probably be back to the old habits. But while I was in there, I started doing the five principles. And that's how the five principles came about. I went in there. I had my mindset. I said, Robert, I cannot do this anymore. You cannot hurt the people that's that's in your life. You cannot hurt yourself anymore. Um, and I went and started renewing my mind. Uh, and those seven months was my rehabilitation i didn't go to no rehab i didn't go to any therapy or whatever i sat there and i replayed my whole life and it was just failure after failure after failure and i had to rebuild my hope i had to rebuild my hope in myself so i started renewing my mind um and um i came to the second principle i said when i get out of here I would change my life diet. I would not go back to the people, places, and things. And then after that, I went to, I said, I need a purpose. 
I have a purpose. Because while I was in there for the seven months, I'll end up counseling other guys waiting to go to trial, waiting to go to court, waiting to go to jail, waiting to go to prison. And I'm in there counseling them. And I didn't have an idea or clue on what was going on in my case. And um, it was when your life is going to, when your life is possibly taken away from you. Uh, because, you know, my max sentence was going to be life in prison. So when your life is almost taken away from you, it is like, you know, is a, it's very stressful. But. Once I started started renewing my mind, and I started uh, reading, I started getting the inspirational books. I started going to the the church services they they had, and I tapped into my higher power. And I turned around and started counseling other guys. Uh, and I started encouraging them. I put my cares down, my burdens down, and I said, "Look, you know, y'all gonna be okay." I started building a hope in them, and so. Um, then, you know, after a while, um, I said, I got to, you know, this is my purpose. This is my purpose to uh, help other people, encourage other people uh, to give them some hope. Um, and that's how Zero Hour Life Center came about. So, and then, you know, I finally got out of there and, you know, here we are now. And we started this. Officially started it in November, and now we are doing podcasts. Now we're doing uh, videos. Now we're we're standing up there uh, doing support groups every Friday, every Thursday, and we've been invited to do uh, a speaking for um, all three libraries in the county, and it's all because I put I began to get hope in myself. I didn't depend on the pastor that was coming down to the jail to install hope in me. I didn't depend on the co-founder, Mary, to install hope in me. I didn't depend on my family to install hope in me. I had to realize, like, I realized that hope has to come from me. And saying that is, you know, I hope this inspires you and I hope this shows you that, you know, Whatever you have done in your life, the past, it can remind you, but you don't have to relive it. Every day I think about using it. Every day I think about my old life. But I have a choice, and I have power, and I am the boss of my life and my situation where I can choose not to do it. And I have hope. I get up every morning. I look at, I look at. The co-founder Mary, my beautiful fiance, and I just see a smile, and that's hope for me. And I look at my son pictures on the wall, and I see hope for me when I talk to him. And you know, we may not talk about many things, but just to hear his voice and just to talk to him, that's hope for me. Uh, just the people in my life that's benefiting from the real, true person that was brought into this world—that is hope. Um, and so I think about it when Obama was running for election and, and, and he was running for president and he was talking about hope, 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 hope. And for eight years, everyone had hope. 
So what happened to that hope now that we have a new president? So that's what I'm saying that you cannot find hope in an individual. You cannot find hope in another person. You have to find hope within. And uh, gratitude. Uh, gratitude is being thankful. I'm thankful for all the scars and bruises that has happened to me. I'm thankful for sitting in that jail for seven months. I'm thankful for it because the reason why I'm thankful for my past because it will not define me. My past has made me realize that, you know, you can have a bright future. You know, you can get through anything. Um, and so that's gratitude. You got to have gratitude in recovery. You got to understand, you know, at your past, be thankful for it. Understand it. You don't have to relive it. Um, and it's the past for a reason. And recovery is is to recover from something. And that's recover from your past. And that's recover from all your mistakes. Um, so, and I, I'm and I have gratitude every time I get on these podcasts. Every time I do a video. Every time I put a post out uh, daily. I have gratitude because um, I cannot last year. This time, I would not imagine I would be sitting here talking to you all, um, doing Zero Hour Life Center, reaching out, being a voice, being a solution instead of a problem. I would not think that I would be doing it. And now I'm sitting here doing it. And that's gratitude. I'm thankful for that. I cherish every moment of it. And uh, so that's what been on my heart all week. And... Um, I just wanted to uh, let each and every one of y'all know uh, hope is within you. Hope start with you. Uh, don't don't depend on anyone else for your hope. Uh, don't depend on zero out for your hope. Don't depend on any recovery center you may go to. Don't depend on anyone else but you. Dig deep down in there and uh, and and get hope. Um, uh, the story about um, Lamar Odom was similar to mine, uh, and he battled with cocaine use. Uh, it only took him out of here. Um, he was on his um, deathbeds, tubes in him, everything. If y'all could uh, remember the story, that was it was all over TV. He was found in a brothel down in Las Vegas, um, and um, so, but he was the he was not around drugs and he realized he used to say that you know this would never happen to me i'd never get addicted and he got addicted so uh but now he's in recovery he's doing great um he has his family he has his kids uh he's he's divorced but he's pressing on he's still fighting and he said the same thing. He think about it every day, but he has a choice. He don't have. To, he don't. He don't. He has a choice that no, I don't have to go back. I don't have to relive my past, and that's the difference. You know, that's the difference when you have a choice. Each and every one of you that has listened to this podcast have choices. If you're the addict, you have a choice. You have a choice to go and take that next hit. You have a choice to go and seek help. It's a choice, and uh. I like the other model that I came up with. Mind, thoughts, choices, and consequences. 
if I don't keep renewing my mind, I don't keep my mind fresh from negative things and turning them to positive, then my thoughts will be negative. And then my choices will, will be negative. And then my consequences will, will be negative. But I keep, if I keep my mind positive, then my thoughts will be positive. And then the choices I make will, will be good, positive choices. And my consequences will be positive, healthy, great consequences. So, uh, I thank y'all for listening. Share the podcast with, with your friends. Um, if you would like more information about Zero Hour Life Center, please go to our website. It's www.zerohourfla.org. And you can contact me directly at 352-765-4943. Uh, or you can send me an email uh, at zerohourfla at gmail.com. And I thank y'all. Um, stay encouraged. Stay hopeful. And a time for change is now. Thank you.